Hello guys, welcome back to the Fake It Till You Make It podcast with me, Keely McGrath. I have to apologize again, third podcast in a row that <laughs> I am apologizing for being absent, but I have exciting news coming. I will share that with you on the next podcast, but I will be podcasting every single week, Tuesday, preferably or Wednesday, who knows, whatever day this comes out is the day I'm going to try to do every week. Anyways, to start my new podcasting sessions, I've got a special guest on today, so I've got Reese Creed. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Reese, how do we know each other? You may as well just introduce yourself, how we know each other, what you do, what you're all about. So my name is Reese Creed. I am an influencer. <laughs> I am social media influencer, <laughs> a podcaster, entrepreneur. <laughs> um, well, actually, me and Keely, funny story, we um, were in the same college course together. Yeah. Me and Reese met in college before I dropped out. Yeah. Reese yeah. did graduate, so he actually got that degree. He got that paper. <laughs> I, I, I was really sad, though, because me and Keely were actually like good friends. And then I yeah. came in one day, and everyone was like, I was like, where's Keely gone? And everyone was like, she's not coming back. Yeah, not coming back. <laughs> like, like, I'm done. I'm fed up of this. But guys, you know college ain't about it, it ain't everything okay and in no, this podcast no no and in this podcast we're going to talk about the ways you can be I suppose programmed and conditions that you need to grow up go to college get a certain job have a certain kind of background but then like the things you genuinely want to do in life and your hobbies and that's what Reese is here to talk about today with yes. me um so I think it's going to be a good one so please stay tuned listen up we're going to talk about some interesting topics such as like the one I stated about influencing about men men in the influencing world because as you know there isn't too many males in the fashion industry um like it's definitely not in Ireland anyways I wouldn't say like it's just no, not it's very, very small. yeah it is very small I feel like it's a big vibe in like Italy and stuff especially on TikTok oh, like I feel like you know those young guys UK, yeah UK, like Manchester or yeah it's just not as prominent in Ireland so we're going to be talking about all that today with Reese and kind of getting into just the highs and lows of maybe just everyday life and overwhelmingness um so yeah that is it guys stay tuned okay so Reese, obviously like I said me and you have known each other a long time we met when we were 18 um in the same course but as far as I can remember you were into the social media buzz before me I think I was just one of those like I'll take a nice picture and pop it up online however I did have a YouTube channel when I was like 12 but can you talk to me about your social media journey and like how you started oh my god so funny so I started social media probably when I was about 16 which is actually so mad to think about it it's actually (laughs) been so long um but I started on snapchat doing snapchat stories um so like snapchat was a really big thing in Ireland Mm -hmm. and everyone was doing snapchat stories and like you'd grow a following from people giving you like shout outs on the app and then people would add you and it was like it was mad like at one point I had probably about like 20,000 views on my Snapchat story which that's was mad um, and then um, obviously I transitioned over to YouTube I felt like YouTube was more of the thing at that time um, Instagram was still very like oh just share your photos you're not allowed share your photos you're a day like it yeah. wasn't a big thing influencer yeah like a picture of your coffee like, and stuff <laughs> yeah exactly I was like I'm gonna be a YouTuber I'm gonna be Zavala. I'm gonna be a YouTuber. <laughs> and so I started doing like vlogs, um, songs, which you will not go into. Oh my gosh, what the hell was I? I think I just was so like, I, like I think I was just so confident that I wanted to do everything. Yeah, no, I, think, I get you. Like, I do. I, 
and I think as I've grown older I've kind of like cut down to like the one thing I'm good at whereas when I was younger I'd absolutely do anything but yeah so I used to do vlogs and mad things and then I obviously transitioned over to Instagram and now also TikTok as well so I feel like there's always a new one yeah there is there's definitely always a new thing and I do kind of get you as well on the whole when you're younger especially I think for people who are like outgoing kids and if you do want that like claim to fame you will try to do anything I literally Reese I've never showed you this I've got a YouTube video of me and my sister making a music video to Katy Perry's last I've Friday night <laughs> showed this to me and it's like a cam wow like, oh, it's, brilliant. it's like literally like it's insane I was like what is actually wrong with me um so I get it as well because like today I would obviously never make a music video to a song so yeah. I get you like it's kind of just finding your feet and finding what you're good at and what you like so what is like the niche that you like doing now so what are you comfortable with doing singing so I do <laughs> not singing um i i've realized i am not ariana grande will leave it to the professionals um i think it's more fashion and also a bit of lifestyle thrown in like i do a lot on tiktok i do like fashion rundowns for celebrity events i do um you know kind of like my own kind of outfits and stuff i do you know just talking about like the fashion industry in general and like you know obviously like plus size mid-size people how they're not probably represented a lot Mm -hmm. in some brands um you know it's a bit of everything but i think mostly it's fashion and lifestyle yeah my main things okay good and like how did you kind of come to figure out that that's what you wanted or even like how did you figure out your style i know living in ireland can be hard to have a certain style sometimes it's getting a bit easier for women and I think men it's getting slightly more easier than what it was back in the day but obviously if you were starting out with like 16 you must have had your own kind of style like how did you feel about that I was a big tumblr kid (laughs) I don't know if you were but I loved tumblr and I would like it was kind of like pinterest but you'd have like your tumblr and you'd like reblog all these things that like inspired you I remember it was like around the time where Kylie Jenner was really cool and she had like blue hair and King Kylie <laughs> um, yeah King Kylie era King Kylie era and I loved like getting outfit inspiration from there and I'd get like all these mad colors and like mad styles that I wouldn't really see if you like walked down to River Island and Limerick so and I was like oh I want to dress like this like I want to dress cool you know mm um and I think I've always been very out there with my style like I'll I will wear what I want to wear if I like it and I think that's a, a thing I want to like promote yeah on all my social I think that stands to like, you as well 100% like, yeah like don't feel like you can't wear something yeah if you want to yeah you know um so yeah I kind of found it through like tumblr obviously different like celebrities and different like people that I love I actually have a really funny story so I went <laughs> for like a lifestyle sports interview for a job right? or for, for a like, model yeah which one I a job or a model man. the one um in I think it was the one out in the children's road no no sorry I said was it for a job or for oh, modeling no a job oh sorry <laughs> um, we, no sorry a job so when I was like in college or whatever like I was like going for a job and I said oh I, no I think I was like probably maybe actually like first year of college and I remember going there and they were like asking me all these questions and it was so bad it was like 30 people in a big massive room and they were like who's your fashion icon and I was like Justin Bieber 
and slapped it. Now that was so funny because they probably want to be step all up on it or something. I was like, Justin Bieber. Yeah, they probably wanted <laughs> like, someone sporty. Liked, really like street style, very out there, cool clothes. I, I I just like being different. I think because my personality is so out there, it matches my personality. And did you think it was like easy to dress the way you wanted, living in Ireland, living in Limerick? Um, like, did you think it was an easy thing to do? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. Uh, I think, especially when I first started, it was very like, I felt like people just didn't want me to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, they were so mean, so awful like awful abuse like just people just roaring shit at you in the street just being really mean mm-hmm. and like but I think in my twisted mind that made me want to do it even more yeah no I get you and I do think as well for <laughs> younger people it's kind of hard to accept someone's doing something different like I was definitely the weird yeah. kid in school as well sometimes like I would be the one who would maybe wear something weird or kind of say something weird or do something weird and it kind of makes the original but it definitely does kind of put like a target on your head a little bit too yeah. Um, and like it's nearly okay for girls to kind of experiment with their style but when a guy does it people just decide to hate on and shit on them a little bit more Um, yeah. so I was kind of always like wondering I was like geez like there is probably so many males out there that do want to dress up and do want to look cool, but they're kind of too afraid of what their friends will say or what their peers will think about it. Um, Like, I think that's the hard thing. I know a lot of guys are definitely stepping into their style now. I think like mullets are coming back yes. in. Mustaches are coming back in. Guys yeah. are dressing very cool these days. I have to say, I have to say, even around Limerick, which is like where we're from, obviously, mm-hmm. like I do be seeing some cool outfits that I never would have seen four or five years ago Mm -hmm. you know I think people are coming out of themselves a bit but when I was dressing like I was getting clothes like online when clothes weren't really online yeah like like people were like buying like River Island or Zara or whatever from town or the present and I was going like oh my god I want that piece I want it now yeah but I'd like look at like people in LA or I'd look at people in London or Manchester or anything like that and I'd be like I can wear that so why wouldn't I like I remember like all these like limited edition like Bershka X like Billie Eilish and all these things I was buying all these fashion collaborations and wearing them and they were mad but I loved them but I think people just wanted me to dress in a fucking 11 degrees tracksuit and be like cool but like, yeah. it just wasn't me yeah no so but it's good you've obviously stuck to your own roots as well because it obviously has like yeah. first of all you're after creating a following um second of all i do see you as a male fashion icon like a hundred percent i like if Thanks. if i was to think of male fashion influence in our is influencers in ireland i can't think of much i honestly can't i can think of a lot of male fitness influencers who might throw on like a suit here and there but i can't genuinely think of that much and look maybe it's because i'm not personally looking for it because you know I might be mightn't be looking for that kind of style the same way you mightn't be looking too much at women's style like do you know what I mean like maybe it's just something I'm not looking for there isn't a lot like I'd say I have about four guys that I follow Mm -hmm. that are are my style anyway um and they aren't really influencers they just post their outfits They, they don't like you know kind of share it in the way we would share what we'd share but I think um oh well thanks very much so much my comments you know won't be able to fit out the door but I think um experimentation and just you know like doing what you want like there's outfits that I look back at now and I'm like god that was terrible yeah we all but have like, those <laughs> I loved it at the time mm-hmm. you know so I think you should allow yourself to take risks I feel like you know 
it, I feel like I'm going the reverse. I feel like I did all mad clothes for a long time, and now I feel like I'm kind of transitioning into a new era. I yeah, think, you were time. saying that as well. You were saying that you wanted to go like more toned down, like neutrals, yeah. like the basics, back to that. And I was like, Reese, no, I love colors on I you. Know. Like it makes you original, but I, yeah. And I think people were saying that to me, like they were like, oh my God, what? And I was like, but I, I, I just think that the, the place I'm at in my life now, I obviously I love colors or whatever, but I think I just love that put together look where it looks so chic and looks yeah. really luxury and looks really cool so like people like molly may people like um this girl i follow tashi thinks like emma portly really cool functional pieces but they still have an edge yeah you know? but um yeah no so i think that's my fashion journey it's, it's, it's a bit all over the place at times yeah you were saying as well a second ago that like a lot of males that you'd follow that post cool outfit photos they wouldn't necessarily be influencers they may just be like someone who posts a good fashion pic do you think it's hard yeah. as a guy to be like quote-unquote influencer like do you think that's hard because obviously women I feel like there's a lot more things we can touch on I feel like the main purpose of influencing is kind of like you're a walking advertisement. First of all, you're there, to, like, you know, you're there because you want to share your life and your journey with yeah. people. But the way you make money from it is by you advertising a product. So do you think the market is smaller for male fashion ones? I know there's a massive market for the um, fitness, like males, but like for fashion males, do you think that there's a smaller market for that? Yeah, it's a really hard market. Like I struggle with it at times because it really annoys me because I'll, I'll see like people I follow maybe who have the same following as me or something from like the UK and they're getting a lot of like fashion work mm-hmm. and I wouldn't really get fashion work at all mm-hmm. in Ireland like I like they don't and if like they'll normally send fashion if they're doing like let's just say I don't know like a brand like Boohoo or something or something like that they'll normally send their fashion stuff to fitness influencers mm-hmm or the people that have the big followings which I understand obviously they want it to be promoted but I'm like you know like you include me yeah be, yeah like I'm like I'd love to be able to do fashion content but it is a very hard niche in Ireland I think I think yeah. a lot of people don't dress I, I, men especially I think in Ireland don't take a lot of risks with their mm-hmm. style yeah so um, it's, a, it's a hard one but I do think um, men see influencing they kind of see it as embarrassing or they see it as like oh why would I talk why would I talk about my story and I'm like but like just talk I just talk to it as if I'm talking to my friends yeah same as myself yeah it's just a comfort thing it is I think I I, I know it's so weird but I think if you're an extrovert or you like talking to people a lot like it's mad that you can just talk to like 8,000 people or 20,000 people or whatever on your phone. Like it's, it's just the most mental thing to me sometimes because I forget like if you're like walking around somewhere and someone goes, oh, I follow you and I, I saw you do this and you're like, oh, I didn't think it was. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, but like it's... Um, but it's nice as well. It's in, like, it's a little bit inspiring to think that like people are genuinely interested in what you're saying. Like sometimes I look at like story yeah. views and I'm like, or like even if I put up like a poll or a question box and people reply I'm like you guys actually care about what I'm like yeah. how do more than 10 people care about what I'm saying or doing like how it's so mad and like you know when you think about it like it's it's mental but I think um yeah I don't know why a lot but even like guys I follow who have like hundreds of thousands of followers and they 
do fashion content they don't really come on and talk mm-hmm. like they do like their pictures or whatever but i i think yeah it is a very niche small market but I, if i shared anything else it would be disingenuous so if i like if i i probably would have a bigger following if i did do other things but i'm just like no it's me no there is no point yeah there's no point like selling yourself out yeah i don't believe in people who try to like hit every button like every nail on the head they're like saying that they're like a fitness person and a fashion person they're also like body positive and then they're also like an artist and they're also a musician i'm like okay like i get it you've got a crazy life but like what are you genuinely like what is your characteristics like what what is it you do and i feel like you're very niche in that way because you're like you said a male influencer you'll come on you talk about fashion but then you'll also come on and do your skincare you'll do some of your beauty bits you'll talk about your life so it, it is very kind of enclosed into the whole like you and how you present yourself I think like as in your physical appearance with whether it's fashion whether it's skincare that's what you kind of talk about the most which I do think is very genuine I mean if you were to come on Reese and start doing like cooking with Reese I'd be like is he okay sometimes like I like look at like people doing like you know workouts or whatever I'd like if someone saw me coming on so they were like guys get your crunches for summer it would be just so funny <laughs> but like I think yeah I think if you just stay with your lane and you know enjoy it I think because like I think especially I miss sometimes the old days of Instagram and YouTube and stuff because it wasn't like I never thought that this would ever make me a cent I just did it because it was so fun yeah I just thought it was so fun that people would send me questions or like I just thought it was so mad yeah to have bizarre engage with you like I just thought it was so fun but now it's all about like okay so I have to look now and look at my insights oh no that only reached 4,000 people and I have to post that as a collaboration I have to send that back to the brand then they probably won't work with me again oh that's annoying and now I'll have to like search oh okay um maybe I want to do a collab with this person have to email them you know get on this PR like it's very and I, I feel like I kind of separate myself from that I feel like if someone comes to me and they're like we want to do this with you cool and yeah I like it cool yeah but I feel like I can't get into the world a bit too much because I find it very overwhelming yeah no I'd agree like I don't I don't like seeing the unfun side of Instagram too I wouldn't be sitting down looking at like my insights or my reach now and then I notice if so recently obviously the algorithm is completely messed up a lot of people listening to this podcast might know yourselves like you might be posting pictures lately and your friends aren't seeing it and you might have you might only be getting like half the likes you used to get so I'm noticing recently that like maybe a a post before might have gotten me like a thousand two thousand likes and now it's getting like 200 so like it it wouldn't be an annoying thing if it was like you know seven or eight hundred like grand it's it's fine but because it's so little I'm just like is our the content that I'm putting out there isn't even reaching the people who want to see it. The reason I know they want to see That's it is because they follow me. It's a completely me. different thing. Like, it's just so annoying. Like, I, like, you know, I, my biggest following will probably be Instagram. And I got into TikTok, but my TikTok's actually growing really, really well. But um, I got into TikTok because Instagram, I felt it was dying a death. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is just, like, so annoying. But from just getting into it to have another platform, I realized like how fun it is yeah and how and it kind of reminds me of old social media mm-hmm. like people just come on they don't care what they look like they come on and talk about a randomness of stuff and there's a niche for everyone on tiktok i think yeah which 
Instagram is very aesthetic. Instagram is trying to make yourself look the best you can look, trying to make your feed look the best you can look, and trying to sell this kind of aesthetic, lucrative, like, life that we all want. But with TikTok, it's very, like, free sitting down now, looking at each other. Yeah. Like, I like it. No, I agree, like, 100%. I do find as well a lot of the time on Instagram. Now, I'm as free as anything when it comes to my Instagram stories. I'll come on looking. I'll come on looking like I was dragged to a bush. Like, it doesn't actually bother me. But when it comes to the posts or even the reels that I want to put up, it's definitely curated a little bit. Like, I'm like, okay, will people genuinely like that photo? Is it going to get engagement? Because the thing with Instagram that people mightn't realise is, like, influencers aren't really complaining about their reach for no reason. It does affect brand work. So, like, if I was wanting to work with... If a brand texted me today and they said, hey, Keely we want to work with you, we want to pay you, but can you show us your last 30-day insights? If I'm after putting up posts that didn't really suit my audience or they didn't like the feed, those posts then would have really shit insights and the brand may not work yeah. with me. So that's kind of why Instagram has gone a little bit more mathematical and like people are kind of being a bit more picky with what they post whereas tiktok isn't really like that tiktok's about reach and yeah. to get reach on tiktok it's all about being like authentic and yourself whereas instagram as much as people like to preach about instagram needs to be more real i'm sorry but it isn't and instagram will literally hide your feed if it's not like hitting what they want like they'll hide exactly. more authentic foot posts i find yeah and it's just it's it's a it's a hard one because i i adore Instagram Same. I adore photography like I adore making everything look good and you know and I think that's why I like TikTok and Instagram because people probably might follow me on Instagram then if they find me on TikTok it's more me it's more me talking at you whereas I feel like on Instagram I'm more kind of like curated mm-hmm. it's more curated yeah. experience but um yeah no it's so it yeah I do think it's it's really annoying it is but you know that's the only problem we have as influencers I think is reach yeah it is Instagram as well I feel is going very much down the video lane like I won't even get into it too much but a couple brands yeah a couple brands I actually work with and I'm going to be continuing to work with have actually asked me to switch from photos to videos and I'm just like okay like obviously I will and I'm happy to do that but it's mad that Instagram is actually pushing brands that now pay collaborators to instead do a video instead of um, a picture which is mad because I do love a good photo I love getting my angles I like sitting down I like showing off the outfit and I just feel Instagram still isn't the place to do a reel of fit of the day TikTok you can go on you can say fit of the day out for the day it's so casual it's so fine but I feel Instagram isn't that comfortable place yet where you can say fit of the day on a reel it has to be a photo but the photos aren't being shown so it's a little bit disheartening have you like felt pressure of it like being disheartening like have you kind of felt a bit overwhelmed with all that like what's your take on that yeah I I I do I guess very annoyed and very kind of it can kind of make me a bit not oh how do I say it like I'm not mentally well yeah no it does it does it takes a toll 100% and people mightn't understand why people might be like oh wow your post didn't get that much views why people don't really realize how much time goes into content creating especially when you've got a full-time job like Reese is the exact same as me guys I have a full-time job Reese is the full-time job Reese is the content creator I'm a content creator Reese makes TikToks I make TikToks Imagine if you had to go home to your, like, you know, you come home from your job every day, but you're not just sitting down eating your dinner and relaxing. You're actually working a second job, the job of maybe your dreams that you're trying to build up so that that can, like, create another wage so maybe you can potentially leave your job. Like, talk a little bit about that. Like, is that something that kind of, you feel the same about that? Like, it's, for me, I'm stressed. (laughs) 
No, completely. I, I completely agree. I think it's really, really annoying because, like, I always have seen, like, Instagram and stuff as, like, a passion. And I think now when I come home, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to do that now. Mm-hmm. I have to get up now and I have to like make myself look respectful and also sometimes you're just not having a shit day where you don't feel good yeah. you don't look good and you're like I don't want to have to look good to come on here and you know you know talk to people and I think it's a big thing now is burnout yeah I think a lot of influencers are feeling it and a lot of people because you know when algorithms and shit don't work for you when like you know things are going against you it's really really hard to get you're just like oh what's the point making fucking trying now yeah. because I'm after you know making these four unreal reels that I was really happy with or whatever and they were shown to like 100 people so what's the point of even, even doing yeah. it um, but like I do think that especially with working a full time job and you know having that pressure I think it's like because I honestly I wouldn't have the wage with social media work to live so I have to work job, yeah <laughs> you know and that's and that's the real the realistic and that's the realistic side for most people it is and that's why yeah. that's why I think it hurts even more when say like you're Monday to Friday I'm Monday to Friday I might spend the weekend making content and then if that content decides to flunk on me I feel like that's a whole week's worth of me trying gone because I can't do anything between Monday to Friday I only had that Saturday or only had that Sunday and then it didn't work and then you're like fuck like I I don't know what I'm going to do now because that's another week away from maybe being able to like you know have a have a real blow up or get another brand deal and it just feels like you're chasing this impossible dream because you're working in a job that obviously needs to pay your rent and your bills but then your passion is something but the tools that you're being given to have that passion are kind of being changed around a little bit recently um it's just it does get to the like it kind of gets you at your wits end and I feel like people don't really understand that as much I try to even explain it to people a little bit and like my friends are definitely able to understand it now but sometimes they'd even be like oh why not just take a little break and I'm like if you take a break from content creation for some time like people will genuinely you won't pop up on their stories anymore and then they'll stop seeing you so it's like you nearly have to post something all of the time otherwise Instagram will genuinely just not show your post to people anymore and that's like it's like you're being punished for having a break and like to be honest I have taken a couple of breaks because I just feel like you know if something doesn't give you joy and if something is stressing you out and if something is making you feel shit there's no point like no matter how much money you'll make or how much time it'll take or anything like that I just don't think you should put yourself through that Mm -hmm. like and that's for anyone who wants to start a page anyone who wants to start talking about things that they like when it starts to become a chore Mm -hmm. that takes you know and like I have got so many amazing opportunities like this this year I went to Longitude yeah with with Coca-Cola like mad (laughs) madness like if you told me at 16 that because I did this like I'd be taken to a festival like I went to Longitude twice and paid for it and then I was there like you know as a brand rep yeah yeah yeah, with this man putting a wristband on me and going oh let's go down the talent route so I was like oh you know it's mental and you know like working with coke I think it's a mad brand yeah that's insane um yeah insane um like you know working with um John Ross to do my jewelry collection Mm -hmm. you know there's amazing things that have happened and I think 
and I'm currently working on a really exciting one now. <laughs> um, so I think it's going to be the biggest one I've ever done. But like, I think it's, you know, taking the wins yeah. and being excited with those. And, you know, when you feel a bit shit or you feel uninspired, look back to when you were inspired. What were you doing right? What was you know what what were like what did your day look like what were you doing you know just things like always trying to analyze like if it is making you sad why you know like and I think a lot of people are going into this now to have a job and Mm -hmm. to make it their job which is something that I never experienced yeah I you know when I was starting I feel like you probably started in the time when people were trying to make it their job I genuinely don't even think I ever thought it was even a possibility to get payments proper payments that could genuinely be like what like that's a payment for something like or a continuous like a continuous every month we're going to pay you this like I was like what the hell when that first happened me it's mental yeah no it is 100% when I, I will always remember when I got my first paid thing um it was actually coke um was my first page collaboration right and i was sitting there going i just got like real life money <laughs> like i was like what like i was like i got to go and have fun with this money and do something too. Yeah. like it's mental um and i think it's always good to be grateful when you get those things 100 percent. this is mental i'm after getting paid for doing something i love because not yeah. many people can say that um so I think it's all about being grateful and always not chasing the next thing yeah it's being really really happy obviously be ambitious and have goals and you know be like oh I want to do this but but enjoy it enjoy it like yeah yeah enjoy the ride yeah a hundred percent like I agree what you're saying is that like and I know I sound like I'm pure shitting on Instagram here giving out about the algorithm I'm not I actually <laughs> adore Instagram like Instagram is still the no, fa- I do too. it's my favorite app it's the thing if I've got news I'll tell my Instagram followers if I've got if I'm eating a nice meal I'll show my Instagram followers if I'm wearing a nice outfit Instagram gets to see it first Instagram is my go-to I love every single person who watches my stories they text me the whole time they comment on my pictures they're always in my DMs like I love those people it's just like I was saying it can it just feels like sometimes a lot of stuff piles on top of you and then when you feel like you're not putting out the content people are wanting you can feel a little bit down the dumps but exactly what Reese said if you're not having fun with it and this is to anyone who might be thinking of starting social media or something first of all don't start it thinking that it's going to become your main job and you're going to quit your job look great to have goals great to think positive positively but me and Reese are years into this and that's still not what we're doing um I'm lucky enough that I've actually got my own business on the side so that could be something that brings yeah. in that income for me but Instagram is far as a far cry from bringing in a full month's wage for me um and it's something I'm doing for years with a podcast with a YouTube channel so don't go in with that mindset go in and do it because you love it I do it because I love it I love the interactions I get with people I love giving people advice I love getting advice I love having the crack and so does Reese. so don't don't do anything that's gonna like make you kind of feel down the dumps if I genuinely yeah. am kind of shitting if I'm like I don't really want to talk on Instagram today I don't talk I don't push myself to but I know Instagram will punish me for it but I'm just taking the L I'm taking the L I'm like exactly. fuck it <laughs> take the L you know take the L don't let uh, app rule your life yeah um but I think it's you know it's such a mad thing when someone goes, oh my God, I follow you. And you're chatting to them and they're like, know all this stuff about you. <laughs> it happened to me the other day. And I it, it happens to me, like, I think because everyone, because of COVID, um, a lot, people didn't really come up 
to me anymore. Yeah. I, I felt like maybe, or maybe TikTok is a new thing as well, where people are finding me just from TikTok, and they're like, you did TikTok. And I was at, like, Longitude, and I was standing there, and a girl just went, oh, my gosh, girlies. <laughs> like a video acting like one of the girlies so I yeah. do this like sketch where it's like oh my god girls dancing and she was like oh my god you don't realise and then all her friends come over and was like you know this video we watch this video we sit down and watch this video and we laugh at this video all the time <laughs> it's in my same TikTok so it, it's mad that people look at you that when you think of that yeah. way and like especially with TikTok I think it's mad when you see a number like 200,000 people have viewed this mm-hmm. video I'm like yeah. what? the TikTok <laughs> reach is insane that level of numbers before and I remember I posted one and, and it was that girlies one and I, I just did it like completely because me and my friends talk like that we're like oh god you think Jen let's go on our night out let's go <laughs> so that's the way we talk and I did it and it was so funny how many people text like me and like commented under it being like oh this is us this is us yeah this is us, it's me and I think that's so funny but like whenever I meet anyone who follows me on Instagram TikTok people who follow me on YouTube for years you know before this it's it, it's mental and it's such a nice it's like you have friends they're yeah. just so nice to you you're like I'm relatable um, I'm fucking relatable <laughs> yeah and I think because I had a really hard time like making friends when I was younger I think it's so nice because it's like oh people like me yeah. in some way <laughs> you know? and it's not looking for validation or anything like that it's, but it's like oh it's, it's nice that you know, these people like what I do and yeah. it's nice to get no that, it is like, it's so rewarding point. 100% um, yeah um, so we were saying like a second ago that like social media like you shouldn't go into it thinking this is going to be your job but obviously everyone would love if it co- everyone who's does social media whether it's youtube podcasting tiktoks if you do have a bit of a following you obviously would want that to be your full-time job so like is that something that you'd want for yourself because i know it's something i'd love i would adore it but i'd also like it to be like a vessel to get me on tv okay because i would love to be on tv like i'd (laughs) love to be a presenter i'd love like i'm obviously i'm doing a segment with spin at the moment yeah on the radio and like I absolutely love that side of it like I did media in college I love the media world but I think having like the best of both worlds like being big on social media and doing that side of it but then also being you know on tv or on traditional media would be amazing as well I felt like I've always wanted to be on tv and I think that's what I've used my social media to leverage too yeah I feel like Um, I've been addicted to wanting to be on tv you know did you see my private story when I emailed Marty? Sorry, Chloe from Geordie Shore's manager when I was <laughs> 17, begging him to make me famous. Like, what was sure, wrong with I me? I auditioned for X Factor in Arthur C. <laughs> Arthur C. I was there like, no, I'm Like, it's my Leona Lewis moment by Tesco and Arthur C. Oh my C. God. But like, I, I think I've always wanted to be on tv yeah. i think th- i i'm going to go for big brother yes. because i have to do because big brother is like my all-time favorite tv show like my friends will tell you when i'm in a depression i put on big brother <laughs> any moments from big brother like it's i because when i started watching it i was six and i watched it like used to watch it with my nana and 
we she I don't know what it was. I just was obsessed with the fact that they were all in this house and they lived together and they fight and they I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. I went to Madame Two Souls and there was a big brother diary room and I dad could not separate me from the chair. <laughs> I was like, This is my life. Um but I think like I would just always wanted to be on TV. I thought yeah. it was just the coolest thing ever. And I think social media is like a new type of celebrity. Yeah. Like, it's like Emma Chamberlain. Emma Chamberlain was on the cover of Vogue. I see. And she's like the perfect example because I feel like I'm in my Emma Chamberlain phase because I feel <laughs> like she went from having like really mad content, really kind of, you know, out there in your face content. And now she's really simplifying it back, really pairing it back, making it really relatable. And I feel like that's a brand I would love to emulate through what I do because I think she's just such a relatable person, but then she can look so killer and fashion. Yeah. Luxury and she looks so class. And I love her. Another obviously you could not talk about anyone without talking about Molly May. I'm obsessed with the one. Yeah, love her. Um I just think her drive and the way she presents herself is just amazing i yeah. read her autobiography so good um, i have it i need I to finish it <laughs> you need to read it no it's actually so good you need to read it um but i think like being on social media wholeheartedly of course i'd love that to be my full-time job but then also there's a part of me where i'm like but how long will that last yeah no i get you, know, that's you. Why i feel like i'd want to go into something like you see you have your business like I think you see all the most successful influencers in Ireland you see So Sue you see the Be A Bell girls you see um, you know Sculpted by Amy all these people yeah. they were big influencers but now they have brands to back yes, them up yes yes and I think that's something people have to think about like of course Instagram can be a full time job but you also need a steady stream of income yeah what happens if one photo of you goes viral that's not too good and yeah and then you, you, you know there's things and obviously with cancel culture with you know things that are happening right now it's a very sensitive world at the moment yeah or just um, you might genuinely you might just grow off the mark I mean like mo- I, I exactly. don't mean this in a rude way models have like a sell by date these days you know what I mean like runway mm. models are supposed to be like off the runway by the time they're 25 obviously that's not my opinion but that's like an opinion in the modeling industry so like how long do influencers get to stay being influencers like like you said there, Sosu is obviously an influencer, but she has a massive, two brands behind her. She's got Sosu Cosmetics yeah. and she's got Tripping Gold. The woman is sorted for life because that brand will live on after her. It's after coming out with so many different products. Like it's such a good thing as well to do. Same with Amy Connolly. Um, same with the Be A Bell Girls. Like you said, like I feel like it's just the important thing because look, influencing can pay your bills and it can get you there. But I feel like a lot of influencers aren't remembering that they do need to have another form of income come in. Maybe they don't. Yeah. It's just something we can't we can see into the future. So I feel like you're kind of stuck in that little waterloo of being like should I chase this and make it my full-time job and then if it is paying well do I quit my job but also should I not just stay in my job because my job at least will pay me a, a salary every month healthcare pension you know it's a hard yeah. kind of I feel like we're kind of stuck in our parents mindset though when we say that we should yeah. stay in the job I feel like for a while I was like no I'll stay in my job even though my jewelry business is paying me the same if not more yeah. every month and I'm like no stay in your job because at least it's somebody else paying you and at least it's set and then I was so afraid to take the jump and quit because it's kind of like no, your parents completely. are like I think stay it's a scary thing I think it's a really scary thing like we're taught 
always have your job. You never know what can happen. Yeah. Like my that's my mom all the time. She's like, oh, Reese, you could have all the money one month, and then you could have one month where you have no money, and then you're sitting at home and like, do you want to have a social life? Do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? And I, I there's a level of sense to it, mm-hmm. I think, but also like. You don't know if you don't try. Either. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I think definitely I'm getting to a point where I'd love to try and just go push it, and you know, and I think I'm probably getting to that point, but I mm-hmm. obviously want just a bit more time. But I think it, it it's it's Ireland, especially, we're a nation of warriors. We worry about uh-huh. everything, and I think. You know, like I was reading Molly May's documentary, or not documentary, autobiography. And she was sitting there and she was like, I moved to Manchester with £900. When she was 16. <laughs> when she was 16. <laughs> so, and like, if I told her to her my mother, like in 16 years of age, and went to her, yeah, just finished my leave cert. I have 900 quid, going to move up to Dublin. She'd be like, are you okay? What? <laughs> what? But like, you know, it's all, whenever you hear about someone successful, they've always taken a risk. Mm-hmm. They've always just said, let's go for it. And I think, you know, there is, you know, merit to that. I do yeah. think that you need to take risks in life. Like, but. So you're throwing out the mommy advice. <laughs> so basically it's like, at some stage we all do need to like, maybe stop listening to the advice that maybe our moms or like grandparents like advice has been passed down because look people were lucky years ago to even have a job like there was a massive recession like people were like oh my god especially kind of engraved and her parents said that like if you have a job keep the job you just don't know what will happen but the power of social yeah. media is something that's never happened before I mean the internet wasn't there when our parents were like you know when they were like growing up the internet wasn't this big accessible thing or wasn't even around for some people so this has never happened before and I feel like it's kind of like the start of YouTube you know those YouTubers that started back in the day I always say to myself if I continued YouTube back in like 2009 when I was doing it would I be a millionaire right now so that's what I'm going to do with like influencing it's like fuck it start now because people who are like even though it has been going around for years I mean like you know influencers are there for the past five or six years but it's still so fresh it's still such a new thing so fuck it just take the chance and just do it look at like people like that came from TikTok you know like look at people who've like you know blown up on instagram over the pandemic like we didn't know sophie murray three years ago i know heartbroken how did we not know her like one of the biggest influences in ireland you know we didn't know chloe Coyce. yeah a year or two ago you know so i think it's very you know you you can still make it a hundred percent like so many people you can't loads of people I just discovered that I think I even discovered like Charlene Murphy just before the first lockdown I was like who is this babe like and I remember she didn't even have that much followers and now she's like 150k it's so inspirational but you I like you said you need to take the risk nearly everyone that you've just named has taken the risk of quitting their jobs and doing it like Sophie Murray quit her job Chloe no longer works at a beauty counter. She does everything herself. Um, Charlene Murphy decided to finish her college degree and now she's doing it by herself. Ellie Kelly's always been like a full-time influencer, was a makeup artist. You know, every single person I can think of that is inspirational to me no longer works their nine to five. They took the risk and it worked. Look, for some people it may not work and that's okay. And I feel like it's a risk I'm really willing to take, but like it's a scary one. And you'd always feel like, 
you you'd feel like nearly embarrassed if it doesn't work like if you do end up leaving it and then you might have to go back working which has happened to a few people is that embarrassing it's not really embarrassing i mean you got no, basically a few not. months off like, like an awful shame to that. exactly like, like like i remember there was something like random like early article and it was like during like covid and it was like this girl who like won eurovision for ireland or something and she had to go back working in tesco and everyone made such a big issue about her working back in tesco because she like won the eurovision and i was like yeah, but she needs to like make her money yeah <laughs> so like she needs to sustain her family she needs to pay her bills yeah. you know like i just don't think that there's shame in that like if you you know you know if you want to work and make your money that's fine but like especially when you're young and especially when you know life is we're coming back to a normal quote-unquote normal life again you know don't do what you want to do like life is too short we're put on this earth for too short a time Mm -hmm. like you don't want to be sitting in like a nursing home or sitting you know like on your front porch going when i was 23 i wish i thought i took this chance you know but like also you know don't just you know don't like take it too don't take it too far so think about it and then do it so think think it through yeah yeah just don't 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 do anything that's dangerous for you okay i guess like end up like on the street or something oh yeah okay (laughs) obviously take risks within reason i mean like what's a good idea is have a fallback option so is if this doesn't work i've got this to fall back on i've got this emergency amount of money i'm able to live with my parents if you're already renting out like things like that like small different things to be like okay if this doesn't happen and at the end of the day a lot of people are very fortunate that they have got good work experience that they can go back and work again like you know it's not the end of the world i did see a quote i was on instagram i follow like loads these like big business pages just been like boss baby bitch baby fucking beautiful pages like and one of it was like this guy I think it was like oh when I tell my friends I want to retire at 30 they always say what happens if you run out of money by the time you're 45 and you have to go back to work and then it's like then I'll be working at 45 the same as you like I'm like yes it means that they just got 15 years off work what do you mean it means they're doing the same thing that they were always going to do it's so stupid it's like if it doesn't work you're going to do the same life you were going to do anyway but at least you tried whereas you can stay on the path of just doing what you're going to do regardless and never knowing or you can try something out and if you fail you go back to doing whatever the fuck you were going to do anyway and I think exactly. yeah I think everyone should take that risk once or twice in their lives like take the exactly. fucking risks <laughs> like I, I remember when like you know I met a YouTube channel when I was 13 and I remember I got such stick for it at school. Mm-hmm, and same. people were so mean. And I deleted it. And then I was like, I don't think I want to go back to this. And I remember it was my friend Ashling actually. And she was like, you're just so funny. Like, we should just do something. Like, you should just, and I, you should do Snapchat or just something funny. I think you need just to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I remember like going on Snapchat and like, just chatting to people were like I remember like setting it to public do you know how like George yeah I was like this is so embarrassing and I was like hi guys I'm gonna start like doing vlogs and stuff so add me if you want to whatever I remember like it was so mad because like that summer I had like mad ads then Mm -hmm. and like people were following me people were like you know and it was just like if I never took that risk I never would have had a following that I have now yeah it's like take those risks and don't be you know listening to people that don't have your best interests at heart good and I hope you listen to your own advice as well I hope you start taking some risks because yeah, guys I, <laughs> I, I will say that and then I'll be like 
Like you need to I feel like As well I'm the same as you Like I've actually been talking About taking these risks For so long And guys look I will fill you in On the next podcast I swear to god Or I'll be making YouTube video But like I'm about to take A big motherfucking risk And that's what life's about And I feel like If you never try You never know Um, But like no Like everything you're saying You definitely hit the nail On the head Like it is just all about Taking risks It's about knowing it's about stepping out of your comfort zone safely um because sometimes people just jump out of their thing and they try to take on too much at once I've been I, I, I've done it before I've t- I've bitten off more than I can chew and then I crash and I can't do anything so it's about like slowly stepping out of your thing kind of hitting pinpoint where you're like I can't do what I'm doing anymore I have to do something different and then just doing it like just fucking doing it your mental health will probably feel so much better as well when you let go of something that's burdening you as well I think yeah completely completely Okay, guys, so that is basically everything. I think we've had a really good podcast today, and I'm so happy to have like a first guest back on the podcast again. So thank you, Reese. Um, so yeah, we've kind of covered everything. Like, so as you know, like I said, um, Reese is a male fashion icon. He's a male influencer, and I definitely want you all to follow him on his socials. So drop your Insta and your TikTok. It's at Reese Creed underscore underscore. I changed it from the real Reese Creed, so please don't. <laughs> I will include it in the description anyway I'll put it in the description that's no worries but thank you so much for joining me it's been so fun yay, yay. guys go follow Reese and stay tuned for next week's podcast or maybe I'll make it a YouTube video who knows bye, bye. <laughs>